What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Robert Moore Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Moore. You can go to my website, www.morewriting.com. You can find me on YouTube on a channel called Today to Tomorrow. And uh, if you're listening to this, you've already found it. But let your friends know they can get me at Apple Podcasts or uh, I was going to say Skype. (laughs) Spotify. Go to Spotify and you can find this. Or you can get it at my website, morewriting.com forward slash podcast. What's up, everybody? Hopefully you had a good week. I had a good week. It went fast. Weekend is is going fast already. But you know what the good thing is? You know what the good thing is? Is that this weekend is kind of a holiday weekend. July 4th, Independence Day in the United States of America. It is on Tuesday. But since this is the weekend, I think everybody's going to celebrate this weekend. Hopefully you're taking Monday off um, of your your job. But this weekend, to me, this weekend feels like the holiday. And hopefully that you are enjoying your holiday as well. Also, shout out to everybody in Canada. I think it's their Independence Day on July 1st. Uh, I think they got theirs after 100 years after ours. But we're close together, kind of like we are on the map. Shout out to everybody in Canada. I wonder, you know, I wonder, do people in Canada celebrate their Independence Day like we celebrate ours? Do they have fireworks in Canada? If you do Canada, don't do fireworks, especially not now um, with all everything on fire. Uh, luckily for us here in Ohio and the Midwest, and I think the East Coast is still dealing with it, the smoke has kind of gone. Um, the fires in Canada, the forest fires brought all this smoke to where like the air was unbreathable and everybody had to stay inside. There was even some people looking for Canadian forest fire stimulus checks. Um, I kind of stayed inside. I tried to do some things outside and I started coughing and hacking and I I felt like I was sick. I felt like I had the flu. So I had my mask on and even with the mask, I was still coughing. My throat is still on fire. But we're we're doing much better. We're feeling a lot better. And I found out that the trees, when they're on fire, it produces two chemicals that are poisonous to people. So that's why you felt so bad. But hopefully everything kind of calms down in Canada. Don't do fireworks in Canada. We don't need any more of your forest fires and all that smoke and all that stuff. Also, in America, don't do fireworks. Watch your city fireworks. Um, they're they're super dangerous. I even found out that the sprinklers are dangerous. Um, the sprinklers and little smoke bonds, they get really hot. And if a sparkle or a flash gets on your clothes and, you know, clothes are made super cheap now with super cheap material, they can easily catch on fire and you can burn up with your firework. You can burn up with your sparkler. So just say no to fireworks. I I'm I used to be afraid of the sparklers. Turns out it was a good thing. So just no, no, no fireworks. Watch your city fireworks, and you should, you should be all good. But hopefully everybody's gonna celebrate, have some good food. We're gonna talk about the picnics a little bit later. One of the things that I have been running into, and if anybody who knows me knows, this has been a problem for a long time. It's me and animals. I don't know why we have a beef with animals. I don't despise animals. I don't hate animals. Animals are cool to me. But for some reason, animals are super disrespectful to me. Growing up, had dogs rob us walking to school for our lunches. 
there was a dog. I'm not going to say his name, but it was a black dog. And we would walk to Homewood Elementary School and he would run up on us. And if we didn't pay in our lunches, at least parts of our lunches, we might get bit. No one ever got bit. But that was a thing. He was getting robbed by the dog. Also tried to get jumped by dogs when I was younger. Saw family members almost get jumped by dogs. My grandparents had a dog. They ate my mom's escort. Tried to eat us. Just an issue with animals. It's it's Ever since I was young, animals have been very disrespectful to me. In the house, had mice coming in and out. I live in an area that's kind of wooded, so you would expect it. But they were coming in and out, in and out, everything I tried. Until I found out peppermint keeps mice away. So that's a little secret. And how I found out that secret was I was so sick and tired of dealing with a mouse here, a mouse there, that I called the exterminator. He came out, he sprayed some stuff, and he left. And it was $100. So, But it worked. And I'm like, man, eh, that worked. I got to call him back and, and have him come out again just to make sure. And I called him. He's like, you know, it's just peppermint, right? You just put some peppermint and some water in a bottle and you're good. And I've been doing that ever since mice has stayed out. Except for one. There was one that was like, I don't care about your spray. And he didn't want to leave. And yeah. But other than that, in the past, like 10, 11 years, we've probably had one. After the peppermint. After we found out the peppermint. So... You know, they're coming into my house. In my backyard is like the kick it spot for wild animals. Um, we had rabbits back there. I had a, a, a female rabbit that was back there in a pile of sticks. And she had like a woodchuck boyfriend. He'd come strolling over and he'd go into the wood pile. And I'm like, they're both staying here and they're not paying rent. Just in and out of my, my backyard. Deer, um, all kinds of raccoons, possums. Just stroll snakes strolling through my backyard like it's the kick it spot. And I'm like, I, I got to live here with all these these different animals and they're not contributing anything. I don't feel like I'm Cinderella or some kind of Disney princess in my backyard. They're just terrorizing things. They didn't, they didn't tear up the house or anything, but I just didn't like them being there. So, you know, I, I just kind of let it go. And then they got into my garage, and now something my garage is the kick it spot. Now I can't go into the garage because I don't know what's in there. Um, so it, it just they've just been super disrespectful. So this year, I went to the the box office store. The I, I'm gonna say it, Lowell's. I went to Lowell's, and they had this seeds, the, these little pellets, and you're supposed to put it everywhere. And it keeps it's supposed to keep everything literally on the bottle. It's like every animal that's been kicking it in my backyard. So I take those pellets and I spray it everywhere all over the place. It's expensive stuff. I got a big box. Put it everywhere by by the door on my uh, garage. Sprayed it everywhere close to the house. Sprayed it everywhere. Just everywhere. And it smells. It smells smells terrible. Well, guess what? (laughs) I look outside, it's a big wood, big ass woodchuck, just like eating the flowers, not flowers I planted, just like flowers in the yard, but he's there, he's just chilling, not caring about the smell, not caring about the pellets, pellets is on the grass, he's still eating the grass, so he's eating the pellets, that's supposed to retract him, and he's eating it for food, and I try to scare him away, and he's looking at me like, 
Just stay inside, my boy. Just stay inside. So I got I got this woodchuck around, and I don't want to kill it. I don't want to hurt it, but I want him to not come to my house anymore. Not only that, I come home one day, and I'm like, Ew, what's that smell? It smells like something died in my backyard, and I'm thinking probably an animal died in my backyard. I'm looking around. I don't see anything, but the smell is definitely there. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in the house. I ain't going to worry about it as long as not the smell's not in the house. I'm fine. Next day, I come home from work. I go in. Smell's st- kind of still there. Go into the house. I come out for something, and there's bones on my uh, my trash bin. Like bones, like skeletal bones. They're not together like I could tell what animal it was, but they were broken up bones. Now, I don't eat meat, so it's not like I ate, like I slept, walked, and got some chicken and ate the chicken in my backyard. That would have been on camera, by the way. So, you know, it's not anything that was in my garbage. It's not anything I did. No other human was like, hey, you know what? It would be funny if we go to that guy's house and we put bones on his uh, his trash bin because that would have got caught on camera. So it had to have been a small enough animal to, like, climb up and put that there and then leave. Probably a raccoon might have found another dead animal, ate it, and then was, like, chilling on the trash and just decided to eat it there. And, like, you know, I'm going to leave these bones here for him. He'll clean it up. But that's weird and it's disrespectful. It's going back to the thing of disrespectful animals. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I hope I can broker a peace between the South Lorraine animals and me. I don't want any more beef. I don't want to find any beef on my trash. Just animals, cut it out. Go go to the park. There's like two parks. There's three parks around this neighborhood. Oh, there's four parks. Four parks in this neighborhood. Go to one of those parks. Hang out there, not in my backyard, and it will be all good. So that's my that's my rant with with animals and and beef, my beef with animals. And speaking of beef, I know I'm late. I'm super late, but I talked about how I rotate streaming services, and I'm now streaming Netflix. So I started Beef, and what a what a great show! I think I'm like four episodes in, and it's pretty much this guy who is having a hard life. He's having a rough life, under a lot of stress, under a lot of pressure to make it happen. It's like day to surviving day to day, day to day living, and he is just holding on. In fact, he's barely holding on because he tried to do himself in a few times. But a guy who's holding on, barely anything to live for. He feels like he has nothing to live for, and um, he's at his wit's end. So he's at a store, and then there's a woman who's also at the store, and she is super successful. But with that success comes stress. And she is barely holding on because she feels like her house is a house of cards, literally, and it's all going to come falling down. So they have a road rage incidents with each other, two people that are super stressed, super wound up, and they can't let it go because the stress in their lives hasn't gone away. So they keep messing with each other, keep doing things to each other. They're trying to figure out their lives at the same time they're beefing with each other and they really don't know each other. It's a great show because the guy who is struggling, living day to day, trying to figure it out, doesn't have all the answers, not sure what the next week holds or the week after that. 
trying to do the right thing but ends up doing the wrong thing. I can relate to that guy because at one point it was day to day um, survival um, for me. Even in adulthood, there were times where I'm like, how am I going to figure this out? How am I going to get past this? And I, I figure I, I can relate to his situation. And then on the opposite side, this woman who on the outside, everybody thinks she's a su- successful person and she has it all together and she has the perfect marriage and she's the perfect mom and everything is just perfect. But it's far from it in the inside. And she's trying to have this facade of everything is fine. But she's also still trying to figure it out day to day and things could come come crashing down on her. And I I can relate to that, too. So it's two characters that are definitely relatable. Things are getting crazier and crazier in this show. And I I highly recommend Beef. I don't know how it's going to end. Yeah, I think I'm about four episodes in, but we'll see. I I may end up like finishing it this weekend, but it's a great show. Another great show and probably my favorite show online right now is From. It's on MGM Plus, and I think I talked about it before, where um, if you make it to this town, you can't leave. You'll just go into a big circle. You're magically stuck in this town, and you have to be in at night because these slow-walking, smiling people will come, and they're really demons or monsters, and they will rip you up. They were literally open up your chest cavity and take everything out of it. And and they will play with you and taunt you. Um, they try to look nice, like they're all cool, like everything is sweet. And then they will go ahead and, and do what they do. And the funny thing about this show or the great thing about this show, anybody can get it. It's not like, oh, hey, only the bad people get it or Uh, Some people that are good will magically get out of it. No, anybody can die at any time. And it it gets into the woods. It gets into a lot of deep stuff, kind of like Lost did. Some of the writers from Lost are on this show. And uh, it's great. You just got to watch it. It's great. I don't want to ruin anything else for you. You got to check out this show. It's probably the best show on TV. Speaking of TV and movies, um, if you all know that... The writers have been striking for two months and some people were saying, well, at least if their projects are written, they can film them with actors. I believe at midnight, the actors went on strike as well. So a lot of your favorite TV shows and movies might not be out for a while. And for some of them, they might not survive these strikes because last time there were strikes, there were certain shows that did not survive that. So Um, Good luck to your favorite show that you may have out there. Another great show or movie that I watched, and I I, I shouldn't say great. It was very good. And that is Bullet Train with um, it's a it's a big cast. Um, I absolutely loved it. And it's pretty much all these assassins and people on this train for different reasons. And some of them beef with each other. Some of them team up. Some of them, uh, you know, it, it's it's a, it's craziness. And the movie kind of knows what it is. But it has Brad Pitt, has Aaron Taylor Johnson, who kind of looks like um, he could be in The Walking Dead from this show. He looks like a young Rick Grimes. If they did a pre- if they did a like a prequel or a side quest of 
of Walking Dead. They could use him as a young Rick Grimes. Uh, Joey King is in it. Bad Bunny. Um, Michael Shannon. It's a it's a great cast. Uh, it just goes on and on. But watch it. Brian Tyree Henry's in it. Just watch it. You'll enjoy it. I give it two thumbs up. Don't look for like any Oscar performances or anything great. It's not a, it's not a great um, piece masterpiece of film. If you're looking to entertain, get some popcorn, get some some something to drink with it, and enjoy it. You'll love you'll love Bullet Train. A little bit of disturbing news is Madonna. Um, she's gonna be fine, but she was in the she was hospitalized because she had a serious bacterial infection. And the weird thing is, is she had a fever for a month. Now, at that time, you would think somebody would say, hey, Madonna, you should go to the hospital because having a having a fever for a few days can be very serious. There's things in your body that could shut down or could have some long term effects for you young people. Um, if you're looking to have a kid down the road and you have a fever for too long, your temperature is too high for too long. It could make you infertile, a lot of other stuff, bad stuff that can go on. But my guess is people wanted the money. They wanted this tour to go on. And they're like, ah, she'll be fine. Ah, she'll be okay. But in reality, you got to watch that stuff. So um, I'm glad she's doing okay. I had something similar. I didn't wait. A, I didn't wait a month. I <laughs> I waited a few days, but there was a time when. Uh, my temperature was high and I knew something was wrong because I was in pain. I could barely walk, but it was like 90 degrees outside. I'm wearing sweaters. I'm freezing. It feels like December and I was still freezing. Went to the doctor and the doctor said, you know, we got to see a Tuesday. We got to have surgery right away. And I thought that he was um, playing around, just joking with me. And he's like, no. We need to we need to have you have surgery and it, the nurses and everybody surrounding me. It's like an intervention. And I said, Let me, give me a month to where I can get things in order. He's like, you don't have a month. And I thought he meant like, no, we really want to do this. He meant you don't have to live. And I was like, can I have a week? And he's like, you don't have a week. We need to see you Tuesday. And they literally told me what was going on. Um, I had a really bad bacterial infection and he said three more days and I would have been dead. So I'm glad they were able to convince me because I didn't realize how serious it was at the time. But I'm glad I went in and I was able to get it taken care of. It was a long recovery, but it turns out I was I was all good. So I'm glad Madonna is fine and I hope she'll be okay. So with Fourth of July coming up and one of the big things that we do during fourth of july here in the united states is we have the cookout now the cookouts all look different some people have soul food some people have puerto rican food some people will have german food some people will have just typical american food but usually there's a cookout where people come celebrate eat and and have a good time there are certain rules to the cookout that i remember and that is one is if you show up late, you are you might not get the food that you want. So if there's a big spread when it's time to eat at, say, three o'clock and you show up at five o'clock, you eat whatever's left. 
Everybody's gonna start without you. They're not gonna they're not gonna say, hey, Bill's not here. Let's go ahead, let's wait till Bill comes before we eat. Nope. If three o'clock is eat time, three o'clock is eat time. And then if you get there at five, whatever's left, that's what you can pick over. And it's usually really good food, so it's usually gone. The only time that you could show up late and still eat what you want to eat is if the food is late. And that could happen quite a few. It depends on who's cooking. There are some of my family members that, hey, if cooking, if if eat time is three, it's probably five o'clock. My Uncle Alvin, if it's three o'clock, it's three o'clock. But you want to get there around the eat time so that way when it's done and it's ready, you can you can get what you want. You show up a couple hours late. People have gone through the line two, three, four, five times and you get what's left over. Another thing is if you are taking somebody new to the cookout, give them the family rules or the friendship rules of the people who are hosting so they don't do anything weird because different people have different sets of rules, different things like don't fix another woman's man a plate. Even though you're close to the food and it might be easier for you just to do it real quick, don't do that. Um, Always be respectful to the elders. Um, If you have a seat and an elder is standing, let them sit. If you're a guy and you're sitting, let the woman sit. There is a kid table and an adult table. Kids don't sit at the adult table. If you don't want to listen to what's going on at the adult table, you can go to the kid table But kids don't sit at the adult table. Um, If you are bringing a significant other that you are dating or you are engaged to, make sure you are serious about that person. Don't just don't just don't go bringing anybody over. Just if you've been on two or three dates, even if those dates have gone well, you don't bring them to the cookout. They only come to the cookout is if it's serious, like if if there could be a marriage. So those are just some of the few rules that people go by with the cookout. But the biggest thing is, what do you bring to the cookout? You can't bring any, you can't, you shouldn't come to the cookout empty-handed. You have to bring something. If it's napkins, if it's plates, something, you have to contribute something. And usually people are thinking you should contribute some food. Also, don't just bring enough for you. Bring enough for everybody. Bring enough to where whatever you're bringing, everybody who's going to be there can have a piece, a slice, something. So one of the questions that I had for all of you on social media is what do you bring to the cookout? And we'll start off with Russ saying he brings rum. That is a very good thing to bring because people like to drink, especially the older crowd. They like to have some rum, some scotch some mixed drinks and sit and talk after the meal. So that Russ, that is a very good thing to bring. Stacy says mama Joe's chocolate pie. Can't go wrong with pie, especially at a 4th of July cookout. Natasha says pasta salad. Again, you can't go wrong with that. Mark says a pleasant disposition. That is great. Mark, that is something that everyone should bring. But with that, make sure that you bring a cake or some kind of side dish. Bias says Don Julio. Again, you can't go wrong with that. People are going to want to have a sippy sip at the end of the meal. 
Uh, Heidi says deviled eggs, another great thing. Shout out to my Aunt Tammy who makes the best deviled eggs in the world. Tawana says banana pudding. Can't go wrong with that. Cindy says potato salad. That is a staple of the cookout. Got to have potato salad. Uh, Nita also says deviled eggs. Uh, she'll also bring some grains and some roasted squash. All good options. And that reminds me, if you are like a healthy person, you're lo- you're looking to eat something healthy, bring the healthy thing to eat. If you are a plant-based person, make sure to bring you, like a plant-based dish, but also make it good so everybody can try some too because they might want to follow your footsteps. But if anything, that leaves you something at least to, to have a snack or something to eat on. Uh, Elva says homemade spicy baked beans. That sounds delicious. Um, I've had sweet baked beans before, but I've never had spicy baked beans. So that sounds good. Amy says mac and cheese. That's a great staple. You can't go wrong with that. Randy says pasta salad, taco dip, homemade salsa, traditional or pineapple. I'm going with traditional. I don't know about the pineapple salsa or guacamole. All things that you can't go wrong with. I'm out of those things. I think I'd like the taco dip the most. Carmen says spicy shrimp with bread are dipping into spicy butter. Sound sounds good. Now the only thing is with the cookout and having seafood is it can go bad in a few hours. I'm assuming I, I wasn't a big seafood guy. I'm I'm allergic to a lot of seafood. But I think if you're not careful, not only will it go bad, but it'll smell and it'll bring flies. Um, I've seen that at some cookouts. So sounds good, but you just got to be careful. Tanisha says fruit pizza. And we made the dough from scratch. I have never heard of fruit pizza. I've never tasted fruit pizza. It sounds delicious. And I need that recipe. And then finally, uh, Kimberly says cheesy potatoes or potato salad. That sounds so good, especially cheesy potatoes, and um, I want some. So that's everybody's responses. My response is I I can cook basic things. I can't cook to the level of my other family members. <laughs> my family's a great cooking family. Um, so, and usually I'm very busy. So usually what I was, I was the drink guy. I was the bottle guy. I was the purchased dessert guy. So that's usually the stuff I brought. And I was also the, are we out of this? I will run to the store guy. So I let, I made sure I parked on the street so I wasn't blocked in. I would bring drinks. I would bring dessert. And then if we ran out of anything, I would run and grab that stuff. So I was the apple pie guy. I was the cake guy. I was the soda guy. I was the fruit punch guy, those things. And then if we ran out, I was going to get more. So that was my contribution to the cookout. So I am going to let you all go now. Enjoy your cookouts. Have a great time. And I will see you all next week. (laughs) 